Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Hey, what's up? Yeah. I was waiting hey. on Benny. Well, I don't know where Benny's at, but... <laughs> He's supposed to wait. He's coming. We're fine. It's fine. We'll start. It's okay. It's all good. Uh, well, Benny's not here, but it's okay. He'll be here soon. I promise. Okay. Okay. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. So, welcome to the Power Friendship Podcast. I am Sailor Gaines, and I like to uh, I like drink water and work out. That's my thing. That's my thing. I like to do. (laughs) So, uh, I have some guests today. The wonderful uh, Wonder Meg here. Introduce yourself to the people. Hi, uh, my name's Megan. I go by Wonder Meg online. Um, I think we actually met through TikTok, right? Yeah. Or was it Instagram? It was one of the two. It was one of the two. I think it was Twitter. Yeah. I think it was Twitter, probably Twitter. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it was something like that. It was something like that. It was something like that. But uh, we're here with uh, Meg today. We're going to just talk, you know. Stuff you know, just ask a question. You know, just like a basic interview, just fun for friendsies, just do stuff for friends. Okay. Yes, of course. Okay, but yeah, but tell them. Oh, you t- oh, she has everything. You know, TikTok, uh, YouTube, all that good stuff. Yeah, and don't forget to tell your friends about this and share and you know, like all that good stuff. So, let's get to it. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. First of all, well, my first question is going to be. What do you think of the state of the DC EU right now? Oh wow, you're really coming out the gate, huh? Hey, yo, hey, 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 it was getting real on Twitter yesterday. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, here's the thing. I I feel like for me myself right now, like I'm only really in, interested in obviously things that I'm interested in. So like, okay, uh, I'll use Peacemaker for an example. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I'm I have like no interest in Peacemaker, so I'm not okay. watching Peacemaker. Oh, <laughs> so right. wow, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're starting it. Okay, okay. Yeah, but like okay. that's that's just how like that's how I view the DCEU anymore. Like okay. if I have an interest in it, I'm gonna watch it. Okay. Like um Black Adam. I'm super interested in Black Adam. Okay. Um The Batman, super interested in the Batman. Okay. Um The Flash, not very interested in it. So I might I mean <laughs> I, I I probably won't watch The Flash okay. like opening okay. weekend. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Interesting. Okay, okay. So but yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Like wow. it's DCU is kind of a mess. Okay. anymore right um right, right. but, but the, i f- there's some gems in there yeah i, think, I agree sure. i agree with that i'm, I'm with it I'm, I'm just like a i'm like i love john cena so it was, it was, it <laughs> yeah. was like, I, I was a wrestler but then i also like i read some of his comics it was kind of back in the day a little, little wild <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah wow but it was okay the peace Parker was interesting because james gunn is like interesting i don't know i'm kind of like weird on the guardians of the galaxy like i don't like i don't like two <laughs> uh here i i like Guardians of the Galaxy number one is probably like the only James Gunn thing I really like. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, okay. here, here's the thing. I know he didn't he like write and direct the Scooby Doo movie. Yeah, it was because I did. I did fuck with that a lot. Yeah, I loved that movie they when I was little, younger. They were a little weird. I was, my mom yeah, was, they were weird, my mom but was like, yo, what you watching? I was like, Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but like the Suicide Squad, I I wasn't really a fan of. Like, okay. eh, it was. I liked. Uh, I liked parts of it. Like the action was cool at times, but did you prefer the other one? Uh, I mean, not really. <laughs> the, well, the one. I mean, the the one that came out in theaters was like, 
you know how Warner Brothers likes to do it to their creatives, like uh, cut everything up and just <laughs> push it out. <laughs> um. So yeah, like uh, if we ever get to see like the original version of the first one, I probably will probably would like it more than I initially liked it. Um. So it, it's kind of hard to to say if I liked the theatrical one or not because I, <laughs> you know, I kind of I'm like a. I try. I don't like to. There's parts of it that aren't bad, you know. I'm not the person to be like, "Yo, this is trash." Like, yes, I don't ever. ever, Because I worked on like a little baby film. Yeah, like Jesus, and that was like really hard. (laughs) Yeah, here's the thing. Like, I'll never just straight up say like something that someone created is trash because I'm saying that. Yeah, people on Twitter, I'm like, "Yo, y'all brave. Y'all really like." I, I, cause I have no idea how hard it is to make a movie. Oh, like, God. you know, like I've talked to plenty of people that have been involved in filmmaking. Right. And, uh, even just hearing their, uh, hearing conversations about it, it's like, yo, I could never do that. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I can't just, you know, making YouTube videos for me is like hard enough. God. So like when someone like oh, le- like when someone leaves a negative comment on that, oh. it's just like, dang, that hurts just yo, enough. Oh my you god! Know? I'd be like, I don't want to look at it. I don't yeah. Look at it. I was like, yo, it's wild. I said, yo, what's what's going on in the world? You you got to be brave to say that to somebody. I mean, yeah. Balls to say. I mean, I just don't like shitting on people's work, man. I just me either. Like somebody, somebody, it was somebody's dream to get that movie made. That's all. Was mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but like, Suicide Squad is okay. Uh, I'm just okay. Yeah. With it, I've seen the extended cut or whatever. Not the not the A or cut, but the it's like a DVD cut. Yeah, the DVD I, one. It's all right. I mean, I, I kind of like Gerard Little as Joker. I do. Yeah, so do I. I. I do a lot. So I mean, it is what it is, but it's fine. But yeah, the DCU is. It, I I I find DCU ECU like interesting more than a Marvel. Yeah. To to me, to me, to Marvel one, but Marvel is not like it seems like a, like a machine. It's like like a generic. Like, yeah. Like, I like DC. I like DC characters more. Right. So like that's why I, I always am just like on, like I'll always give the DCEU a shot, you know, because yeah. I, I love the I'm characters. Not, like, like, turn it off, like the, uh, like yeah, yeah. Like I hate when it. Uh, I don't. Like <laughs> but Marvel, I I think more and more I like Marvel, and the more I read about it, okay, uh, I like Marvel. Uh, it's just I don't connect with the characters as uh, much. I don't think. Yeah, because I've definitely like it's hard for me. Well, the comic shop, oh, they they they're cooking me though. My, my wallet's getting finessed. Yeah, dude, I I work at one, so it's like. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. Cool. What's your comic book name? Oh, if you want to start. Uh, it's called Summit Comics and Games. Oh. It's in uh, Lansing, Michigan. Right. Uh, and it's it's awesome. I love working there, and hey. I love you know. The customers and everything the atmosphere is just really great awesome. and uh but yeah it's 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 interesting i've learned so much about comics just i just started like in august of last year oh. uh so i've learned just a lot in general and uh you know read i'm reading more and more and i'm buying more and more which you know is a catch-22 i think when you work at the place that you have like hobbies in (laughs) um it is it's really cool you know it's it's great and uh i think my favorite part is because i do the um i do the comics new comics for uh marvel so i have to like uh, organize them and Uh, put them in people's pulls yeah so i get to see all the covers and all of that so that's really fun that's like my second dream to work in a comic book shop 
I gotta do it. For yeah, me. it's it's really great. I love it. For a die, but yeah. Oh, uh, so all right. Speaking of comics, I mean, you do comics, toys, all that good stuff. So yeah, we'll go more into like the, I like the we'll talk about the movies, then we'll go to. So what what are your five movie uh, comic book movie hats? Yeah. Uh, how many? You said five. Said five, only five. You got more. Oh than- goodness, no, I don't even know if I have five. But uh, let's see. <laughs> um, uh, I think that the Marvel X Men movies uh get way too much shit. I think that they are. If you look at them as like individual movies, I agree with them. they're really good. I, I don't yeah, <laughs> as individual movies, I think they're awesome. I like Yes, I love Dark Phoenix. I know so many people hate on it, but I fucking love that movie. Jean Grey, man. I know. Um, but like as a as a connected universe, uh, they're not good, obviously, right. because they have a lot of uh, you know, yeah, exactly. And and I like First Class. First Class still fire. Yeah, I mean, I like there's things that I like about every single one, and I guess this kind of just goes back to what we were saying. It's like it's hard for us to you know, crap on things that people created. Uh, but I, I love those movies. I think they're great. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't get the I get, I don't get the hate. I really don't get the hate. Me either. But, like, the costumes, yeah, sometimes the costumes yo, are not that good. <laughs> first class was at the end, though. I, I mean, yes. Uh, and uh, Apocalypse. I, yeah, Apocalypse, I bet, their suits, I like, ooh, they were great. I bet with those costumes. Actually, yeah, I love the extra movies. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Okay, number two. Uh, number two. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I I think uh I think this a lot of people probably feel this way, but I think like Ben Affleck is probably the best iteration of Batman and Bruce Wayne that oh. we've gotten. Yo, he's been fat. <laughs> because you know, so many people are like, "Oh, I love Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne, but I don't love him as Batman." And uh, you know, people say, "Oh, I love Michael Keaton as Batman, maybe not so much Bruce Wayne." But I feel like Ben Affleck is like the perfect both. Yes, I am the perfect one. What? Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that, fellas. Ben is here. But it's all good. <laughs> her, her, her five comic book hot takes. She said, "Oh my goodness, that's Batman facts." Uh, I don't even know like three other because I feel like generally I don't have that crazy of takes. Oh, you don't? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, I get these are just like my thoughts. I guess like Wonder Woman eighty four is horrible. I hate that movie. <sighs> I don't know if that's really a hot take because I feel like in general people yeah. didn't like it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Off now. All right. Have a great night. Have a bye. See you guys. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I I agree with yeah. a lot of what everybody's saying, but I just love Wonder Woman, and I have to. Oh yeah, like I love Wonder Woman, and obviously she's so beautiful in that movie and her powers. I love that you can finally see her like fly in the invisible I jet. Like, I was like, that was no, dope. Jet to fly, and I was like, and then Steve Trevor. I hate Steve. Trevor. Oh, I was just gonna say my like, number four hot take is <laughs> Wonder Woman deserves a girlfriend. Oh, like yeah. let's just get rid of Steve Trevor altogether. Like, like, like doing things. But, damn, Tev, I, I thought Steve was your favorite. I thought no, you had a big I, man crush on Chris. <laughs> Bro, didn't you wear? Didn't you wear his shirt? No, Steve? man. Yeah, you had it. Right? <laughs> I would never. Oh my god! Every time that man's in a panel, I get. <laughs> yeah, I I don't like I don't like Steve Trevor. I feel like in the original, uh, you know, Wonder Woman TV show, mm-hmm. it made more sense for the time, uh, the time period that the show was created that like 
she would have someone like Steve Trevor, but like anymore, it's like let her, you know, let her have a girlfriend. Like yeah. it's it's time. Let her just look, man. I just want her to direct shit and beach. Like, come on. That's like there's to kill people. I, I, yes, yeah. I just like you know, just don't do this. Don't make her love you. Fall in love, man. Cut, cut this out. Cut this out. <laughs> you break, know, I I, well, I do love. Heart, man. Just break I heart. love the. I like the aspect that you know, like Wonder Woman is like she embodies like everything that like the a woman does. You know, like she's right. compassionate, but she's also extremely strong, and she's loving, but she's also you know uh, very powerful, and she doesn't let like those things like hinder her in a way. Yeah, yeah. I just like that she's like. I like when she's like thorough, like. Oh yeah, I do. I love it when she just kicks people's ass. <laughs> bang bang, choo, choo, chat, stab stab. That's what I like. But that, okay. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, yeah, like the whole thing with her in uh in Infinite Crisis. Oh, like okay. She has a choice: either kill or you know not. And yeah, she just did it. She didn't care. I mean, like those those are the things that make Wonder Woman amazing. She's like you know, the people come first, no matter what, no matter yeah. what. Yep. Uh, my fifth one. Oh, I don't know. I this is hard because I didn't expect this question. <laughs> I know, I know. I think you, uh, I think you posted about it on TikTok or Twitter, and I was like thinking about because, like, I think you posted like your top three or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, I was like sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, what would I even say? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, uh, I guess I would just say that like my fifth one is like Zack Snyder has an extreme profound uh, understanding I think of uh, Superman. And I feel like a lot of people uh, say he doesn't, uh, but I think that he really understands like what the modern day Superman is. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I agree. That's yeah. my fifth hot take. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, because yeah, especially when man of steel came out, yeah. oh, Superman doesn't kill. Bull crap. Well, yeah. Crap. If 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 you were to understand the whole process of that whole scene, he literally Zod said, "I will stop. I will never stop." How the heck are they going to hold Zod in planet Earth when there's no super prison? Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I just think that the the saying of like uh, superheroes don't kill is just kind of like so so uh, overused. It's it's so archaic, you know, because it's like. Yeah, I guess, like, when heroes were created, like, Superman was created back in the, you know, the late 30s, it's like, yeah, I guess maybe that was an ideal for the times. They just wanted, like, a perfect being that doesn't kill, doesn't cuss, doesn't, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, that's fine for the times, but that character doesn't really work today, you know? Like, either... There's so much that has changed, like, in society since 1938 <laughs> to now. <laughs> but it's so weird because a lot of the heroes are representation of Greek gods and goddesses, which definitely did kill then. Oh, yeah, for sure. So it's, it's, like, such a weird, yeah, like you said, archaic, like, notion of, like, yeah, they don't kill. It's, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, like all right, this is going to be a weird deviation, but, like, you know, when we salute our men and women in the military... I mean, like, they, we call them heroes. Yeah, they definitely have killed. Yeah. It's just like, come on. Like, yeah, but I think that was just censorship back in the day, honestly. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you don't want to see Superman just murking people just because, like, <laughs> if there's a reason behind it and, like, the reason is just and the reason is, you know, to save millions, I think it's fine if he kills, like, 
a couple people, you know, it's, it's not like he's just out there. He's like, he's a serial killer, you know? Wow. But Hey, that makes for great uh, Elseworlds stories, right? Uh, it does. A serial killer Superman would be insane. <laughs> <laughs> right, Brian? You want right, Brian? Wait. Oh, yeah, true. Have, have you seen that, Benny? Yeah, I've seen that. What? Right, Brian? No, never seen it. What? I'm pissed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I hear, I hear it's brutal. I think James James Gunn has something to do with that. Has something to do with. Yeah, he he uh, directed it. I think. Oh, okay. That's was it. Him or his brother? It was. I don't know. Somebody. It was one of them. Yeah, I know he was the one that like made the story. Uh, yeah. It's basically like Superman, but like different. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy. It's a whole crazy thing. It's cool. I kind of want like what they were doing with it, but it's okay. It is what it is. You know. Okay. Speaking of Zach, okay. What were your first thoughts when you saw the cider cut? Oh, wow. Um, so I got to see it. Um, I got to see it early because it came out, what, the 18th, right? Yeah. I got to see it, uh, I think, the Saturday before it aired on HBO Max. Oh. Um, which was really crazy because I was working at my old job and I had gotten an email from HBO Max. And this was after, because I got into the uh, fan screenings that happened like the Sunday before. Right. Um, so I was like, I was stoked for that. You know, like I took the day off. And then that Saturday, I got an email like in the morning saying, hey, like, here's your uh, press pass for this Saturday. And I was like, wait, what? Oh. So I like, I was like, I told my boss, I was like, yo, I have to leave early because I have to it was like this whole crazy thing. Like you have to download the Warner media screener app and you have to only open it on a certain, um, you can only open it on like one browser. So like, you know, you have to make sure that like the one you open it on is the one you're going to watch it on because if not, then you miss out. It was crazy. Uh, so I get home and I like, I had to buy like a Roku stick because that's the only thing that you could download it on. Uh, (laughs) so it was, it was a whole process, you know, and I had gotten home from work and I was exhausted and I stayed up, I think until like 1am watching it. And, uh, no, it was, it was amazing. Like the entire experience of like getting to that moment was like very surreal. Like once I hit play, I was like, I cannot believe I'm watching this. Like, this is crazy. Um, and of course I, I absolutely loved it. And, um, it was, it was, I took like a picture of myself, like before I started watching it and then after, and like, I was just crying, oh. you know, because you know the credits roll and it says, you know, for autumn and oh. I lost it. Oh. I just started crying. <laughs> yeah. I was done the whole movie, man. I was done. Yeah. I, I started crying in like, as soon as I hit play, like, I just couldn't believe I was watching it. Oh, it was so good. It was. So- yeah. Oh man. Yeah, after years and years of like the internet saying it doesn't exist, it never oh, happened. Yeah. No, <laughs> guess what? It did. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was I, it was crazy. What was your favorite scene? Your favorite scene? Um, oof. I I love. There's a few. Like my my favorite, like flat out would have to be like the end battle, with like Wonder Woman cutting Steppenwolf's head off and it rolls and it goes under Darkseid's foot and he just crushes it. I just, like, in my head, I'm thinking, like, this is literally a comic book come to life, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. seeing Darkseid through a boom tube where 
Steppenwolf severed head just rolls into it and he crushes it and you see granny goodness and you see Desaad. It's like, Oh my God. <laughs> uh, that's probably like my all time favorite, but uh, I also really like the scene where they're in the, uh, the uh, Wayne hangar and they're all around the table and they're talking about the mother box and you see the hologram of Superman mm. um, pop up and you, then you hear the score and it's like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, it's just so beautiful and of course the amazons fighting steppenwolf is oh, yeah. so badass i love that even though they get their ass kicked it's yeah. fine but it's still i love seeing all those powerful women it's just so awesome oh that's dope that's dope that's dope, that's dope. yeah okay, so you're so you so you want this you want the rest you want the rest of it oh yeah there's no <laughs> there's no doubt about it i want the rest uh, of it do you think we'll ever get it um I think eventually, uh, same with the Snyder Cut, you know, like, I never knew when it was going to come out until it was announced. So uh, I'm still going to ask for it. I'm still going to support Zach with whatever he does, whether it's on Netflix or wherever he decides to go. I think eventually we'll see it in some way, um, whether it's live action or however Zach wants to do it, you know. I think the the merger happens in like four weeks and we're already seeing some of these people leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think right, eventually I we'll see something. What, what was that? Who, who left, you said? Uh, well, like uh, there's uh, Jason Keelar and Ann Sarnoff who uh, it's like highly suspected that they're getting the boot. Basically, they're just wait- like there was an article. I'm trying to remember who it was by. Uh, that they were like, yeah, they're on the outs. And it's like, okay, dope, dope, but we just need like two more and we're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think eventually eventually we'll see it um, see it come to a conclusion. Okay. And I really I really hope so, especially for Zach because he has such a love for these characters. And uh, I, I love Zach, man. I love yeah, him. me too. He's just such an awesome guy and he deserves it. Him and his family deserve to see you know though all this work that they put into it you know finally come to a close okay okay what was it like talking to him like what was it like um insane (laughs) (laughs) i i um my first the first time i ever talked to him was um was i think the a week or so after it was no no that's that's not true I, i honestly don't remember the first time i talked to him all i know is that i didn't know what to say like i just kind of sat there like on this zoom call with all my friends and uh i was just like there just you know smiling and just listening to the conversation um the first time i got to talk to him like on a like uh by myself type thing was on my channel last year um i got to do an interview with him the week well the day before the snyder cut was released um and then also i've done uh, justice con uh, two years in a row mm. where um, where we have Zach and people involved with, you know, la- oh, this last year it was Army of the Dead. And uh, obviously we talked about Zack Snyder's Justice League because it, it was already out and we got to talk about it and it was great. We had um, Ray Fisher, we had Ray Porter, we had Joe Banginello, um, we had uh, uh, Harry Lennox who plays Martian Manhunter. Hey. Um, Hey. Dave, yeah, Dave Batista. Oh, Batista. What was that? 
Wait, was I there? Oh, was I there? I think I was there. Wait, what? I mean, I was. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Yeah, uh, and if you if you want to, we still have all those panels up uh, on the Justice Con YouTube channel if you want to check them out. Um, but no, I mean, it was great. He's such a uh, awesome guy to talk to, and um, he he really uh, he's really just a big nerd like everybody else is like. You know, most of the time when I would talk to him, it would be because we're planning on doing a convention or, you know, just having him on my channel. But we also had, like, just regular conversations that, like, you and I uh, would have, like, about comics and about characters and about, you know, anything. So, uh, no, he's just a really cool guy. And once you get over the fact that, like, he's Zack Snyder when you're talking to him, <laughs> it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? So, I don't know if Tev uh, asked you this prior before me joining late. Uh, what drive, what, what was the drive for you to create your YouTube channel? And did you see all this coming to fruition? Like you talking to Zack Snyder and being so deeply involved with a lot of these, I guess, I wouldn't say elites, but these higher up people that we look up to. Like, did you ever think that this was going to be a reality? Um, no, uh, I didn't think it would be a reality at all. Um, the reason why I started my YouTube channel is because I have, uh, I have a lot of like, uh, anxiety and, uh, I have a little bit of depression. So, you know, it's like a horrible cocktail. <laughs> um, so I made my YouTube channel because I was having like a really hard time have like trying to find a, an outlet for like creativity and also mm -hmm. an outlet to um, like talk to people because like I didn't have a lot of friends and uh, and the friends that I did have weren't interested in anything that I was interested in. Mm. So mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I, I wanted to make a YouTube channel just because like, I felt like I had a lot of cool stuff and I wanted to talk about my cool stuff and I wanted to have, find other people to talk about this cool stuff with. And, um, and yeah, like I, it's probably one of like the best decisions I ever made because I've met like so many cool, awesome people mm -hmm. uh, and I've gotten to talk to a lot of cool, awesome people. And um, uh, yeah, I, I didn't ever really think that my life would kind of end up where it is right now. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, like I said, uh, Zach's movies really helped me at a time in my life where I I uh, I really needed them. Uh, Batman vs Superman came out, and I was probably the most like depressed I'd ever been. And watching Batman and Super uh, Batman vs Superman uh, really helped me in a way that I never expected, like a movie to help you. You know. Mm -hmm. um, so and then I went online and I started meeting other people that had similar interests and, um, and I just started talking about them online and gaining more followers and um, talking to those people that were following me and I would follow them back. And it was just like this really cool community that I found uh, within the Snyder Cut community. Um, and like, I never thought that anyone would really care about my opinion, you know? Uh, especially about like comic books or whatever. Cause you know, there's so many people that have, you know, there's so many people with opinions out there and yep. uh, it's cool to find people that have like a like uh, opinion or like interests as you. Um, yeah. I never expected 
to be a part of something like this cool. Like it has really given me a lot of purpose in my life, especially with like the American foundation for suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've done a lot of fundraising myself and just going to events and learning and uh, from other people. And it's just great. I, I absolutely love it. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that I found this when I did, you know, uh, that's the one thing I really do admire about you just for the simple fact that you worked your, you worked your ass off just to build this platform, yeah. but also you never given up. And even though that, you may think that your depression is a handicap. It doesn't it doesn't bog you down or define who you are. It's something that's a part of you, yes, but it's not it's not who you are. I mean, yeah. like you work through it like so many superheroes that we've seen and I think that's amazing. And even with Zach, like I don't know how anybody can get away or like like even think about filming again after losing their child, but yeah. I I it, the people in his circle, his fans and whatever, man, just helped him push through and he was gifted with the opportunity. And, you know, it like people, people like you, I mean, you know, next wave of generation of content creators, like, yeah, even though you are maybe yeah scared to talk to people in person, it doesn't mean that you can't communicate with them. And the fact yeah. that you've done the platform like this and talk to a director like that, <laughs> dude, Dreams are possible, you know, and that's awesome. Yeah, I always, uh, I always, I've, I've never told Doc this yet because I don't want it to, you know, it's kind of like awkward, I guess. But I really, I'm really thankful for his work because it really like saved my life in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's amazing what, uh, what things that people create how it like affects other people because there's some people that absolutely hate his work and it's like i don't understand it i don't understand their hate because it literally without like his work and uh this community like i dude, I don't know where i would be you know well that's dope yeah awesome. yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> i'm about to tear i was mm. it's okay we okay we're gonna be okay we're gonna be okay yes like you have like friends didn't have interest in like your comics and stuff like that so how do you well do you deal with that now um (laughs) it's funny uh most of my friends are people i have never met in real life now you know what i mean um i have two friends that i uh, do a podcast with called world's finest uh it's a live it's a live uh show that we do on youtube um i they've came to visit me a few times we've met uh uh only like twice and i consider them to be like my best friends you know i've only met them two times but it's cool because uh you know i don't really have a lot of like real life friends Uh, most of my real life friends are like my family like my mom and my dad and my brothers um but they don't have really like my little brother loves like Dungeons and Dragons and like Lord of the Rings. And I love Lord of the Rings, but I don't get into Dungeons and Dragons, but um, yeah, most of my friends are people I've never met. So it's interesting, uh, especially like in COVID times that I feel like I've made the most friends in my entire life. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, it's cool, especially online where, you know, there's so many different opinions, so many, different people out there that you can meet and uh not all of the people that i am friends with online have like the same 
uh, opinions as I do, which is fine because, you know, uh, I love hearing other people's opinions as long as they're not like harmful or anything. Okay. Okay, that's good. It's good stuff. Because I was like, uh, I have friends that don't really. Well, some friends do. I'm the combo guy at work, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, he has to correct a lot of people. No, I don't. Yeah. I, oh wait, how do you do? Okay, do you do that? All right. All right. I'm gonna ask. Do I correct people? Yo, I don't. I I let it rock. I let it rock. I don't, I don't um, listen. it depends. Like if if uh, you know, I feel like the general audience doesn't. They have like a kind of an understanding of right. like the difference between like DC and Marvel. Yeah. Uh, but if they're just like flat out wrong and they say like Superman's a part of like Marvel, I'm like, oh, actually, no, he's a DC character. Like I try to be like as uh, as kind about it as possible. Oh, okay. I'll let it rock. I'll be like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, sure, of course, man. Because like I, when Superman, uh, when Kyle, oh no, when uh, John came out as gay. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, bisexual! Oh, all right, all right, he came up bisexual. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry, but he, <laughs> he uh, the guy came up to me was like, "Oh my god, you, what is going on?" I said, "Bro, what are you talking about?" He was giving me like a rant. I was like, "You, what are you talking about?" It's on the news. I said, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I, had, I had, there was a lot of people like, uh. There's a few people that like dropped him from their poll list, which I was like, okay, chill, you know, wow. chill. Wow, wow. I mean, um, and uh, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I corrected people on that because it's like, for one, he's not Clark Kent; he's Jonathan yeah. Kent. Mm-hmm. So, like, he Clark Kent is still a straight dude. Like, you can chill. Like, <laughs> your what? Superman is fine, but let. <laughs> But let let other people have yeah. like this is someone else's Superman, you know, like just because he doesn't work for you. Yeah. Although, like, as long as you're not like, because uh, here's the thing: if you don't agree with it, I kind of like side eye you, you know, like, okay. oh, you don't like him now because he's bisexual. Okay, oh. I see, I see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, just don't be a bigot about it, you know, oh. like, yeah, yeah. Just chill, like, like yeah. Oh, you, you can tell. You said like, well, well, <laughs> well, like Megan, like what you said about like some of your biggest pet peeves. My biggest one is because I dropped Superman when they totally disregarded the whole, uh, the whole uh, like uh, Jor El twist timeline with uh, uh with uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Bendis, and I didn't, and then mm-hmm. like the fact that they aged John Kent. Because yeah. I love super, I love Super Sons. I thought, damn, that's cool. Now Damien has someone with him, and we could see a new world's finest. No, they re- they aged up John, and I, yeah. and I knew from the get go it was going to be something, you know, to sexify him up. And I was never, I was never upset when he was bisexual. I was like, all right, cool. I just yeah. didn't like the fact that, like, oh damn, th- like a year ago this guy was like ten years old. Now he's almost eighteen. He's gonna have sex, and I was like. Ah, that rubbed me the wrong way because I I love seeing growth. Because Damien was like what, ten for ten years? He's still twenty thirteen. I don't know. And he's just turned thirteen in two thousand sixteen. And I was just like, ah, John Kent, come on. He was a little, he was my favorite little boy. Oh, yeah. Well, like I know that they are. They came out with a new Super Sons, right? Like a uh, one shot or yeah. something. Yeah. And um. And it just looks weird, you know? Like, Jonathan is like a grown man now. Yeah. 
<laughs> you say you look 30. You think? With this little kid, yeah. It's yeah, like, oh. with a little kid. And I know that uh, I know that there's like a Nightwing and Super yeah. uh, Jonathan Kent thing going on too, where that makes more sense to me. But like, yeah, yeah I agree. Like when they aged him up, I was like, okay, so like Super Sons is done. It's done. Done? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> like, because you can't age up uh, the other one. Uh, so. Yeah. Oh my God. But, 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 but yeah, no, like if you're canceling because of like that reason i totally understand but if you're canceling the week that he was announced to be bisexual it's like okay bro yeah mm-hmm. I, like the problem is like it's always people that don't read the comments like, oh yeah that, yeah. yeah but the problem i hate i hate when they spoil things like that though with headlines because yeah. i get that they have to fill the pre-order quotas right but like the fact that like we know this like two weeks before that issue comes out it's just like come on it's like yeah. you're trying to add fuel to the fire, and you're kind of spoiling stuff. I don't know. That's just, that's, like, I that's mean, a whole different thing. That's a whole different. Thing. Superman, son of Kal El, like skyrocketed after that, which is really oh, funny because God. there's the people that are like, oh, yeah, they're Biden. like, <laughs> this my Superman can't be bisexual. I I'm so over this, and this is the same thing. Like you said, there are people that don't read the current Superman run or they're not reading Son of Kal-El anyway. So it's like, okay, why are you so upset about it then? Like, if you're not reading it, then... Why is it bothering you? Yeah. It's bothering you solely on the purpose because he's bisexual. I was like, what the heck? I had an argument with a guy. He was just like, I was like, bro, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it was like, he was like, they're gonna start bringing it to the show. It's like, this is what? No. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are dumb because, like, Roman soldiers, Greek soldiers, they were all bisexual. I mean, like, when they were out there in the the war, yeah, their wives were out there, like, taking care of the kids, and they were handling their business with their friends. I don't know. It's weird. A lot of people don't know history. That's the issue. Well, and, like, it's it, it doesn't change his character like it doesn't change him as a person it's like he was bisexual the whole time and you just didn't know it like it but here's the thing if you're actually reading mm-hmm. if you're actually reading the comic you could kind of see where it was going ah uh, uh, yep true you know what true true facts 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 so it's like it shouldn't be some like crazy surprise and it's not like they're graphic about it they're just uh, saying that he has a boyfriend you know i just i just don't get to hate it's crazy me either i don't get it either yeah, crazy out there well so you should read comics support little comic book shops please yes please <laughs> uh uh benny uh meg also works at a comic book shop well, she's been used to work at a comic book shop. Yeah, I used to work oh, at a comic cool. book shop for two years. Nice. Yeah, it was um, it was an interesting uh, experience. Um, but though I did see a lot of the dark side that we definitely are talking about, just because yeah. like uh, majority of the the long term customers were people that were because the store has been around since the late eighties. So you know, a lot of those uh, gentlemen and even women they were in their 40s or 50s by the time I was working there. So, of course, some of them were vehemently upset for right yeah. reasons and then also for wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, mainly, a lot of it was just like, oh, damn, Marvel's doing another new number one when this is... Yeah. But then, you know, when they change certain characters, things just to fit, you know, well, that's the how times. I, I, yeah, I have noticed and a lot more 
since working at a comic book store, how often Marvel just like reboots characters. <laughs> like, and, it, and it's just for writers. Yeah, all. it's so weird. I that's <laughs> I thought I thought I just started working at like the right time, you know, like, oh cool, Marvel's coming out with like all this like new stuff for all these new characters. And then I'm slowly reali- realizing I'm like Yo, they do this a lot. Like, no, the they hell? did. They did. Like, they will have like a ten issue series, and then reboot it for the new writer. I'm like, what? The brand number one, number one. Yeah, get it. Because I guess it's like a psychological thing when you put a number one that's that big, people are more more inclined to buy it. But yeah. DC has shown that that's not really the case when they brought back legacy numbers. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no, it's like. Uh, I don't know. I what I did actually like. Uh, I don't know if you remember for Rebirth, they mm-hmm. had like a. I know certain comic books had like a number one, mm-hmm. but it would be like it would be like a like you actually got the arc on top. It would be like part two of this arc or something like that. I like that without I actually love having, that. actually not actually opening the comic book and having to see that it's a part two of this arc. It's right there in the cover. I don't know. I personally like it, Well, it makes like it that. so much easier when like you're going through like back issues too because it's like um I think I found it was like um this four-part mini series yesterday of it's called No Justice and it's got like uh it's from DC and I, I oh. obviously haven't read it, but it's like a four-part mini series. Yeah. And um right into uh, Zach, uh Scott Snyder's Justice League room. Yeah, so um, I love it when they put like one of four or like this starts like a four part mini series because I'm like, okay, that makes it so much easier when you're looking for mm-hmm. um, comics. And uh, there's even the one, the Aquaman series from like the 80s. It was like a four part mini series, which is new stealth suit from the movie is mm-hmm. based on. Um, I found that the other day too when I was going through it, and it's like, okay, this makes it so much easier. Like they just put a banner at the top. This is four part miniseries, one of four, and like, okay, I don't have this one. Let me grab it. I don't have this one, and it just makes it so much easier. So you don't have to actually open the book up, like you said. Yeah, I think personally, my favorite part of like comic books was the because Rebirth, the Rebirth era. I would I fell in love. Like the Rebirth yeah. era was some of the best, just for the simple fact that. On average, each arc was maybe four to five issues, and then mm-hmm. the sixth one would be a uh, damn. I forget the terminology. Would I wouldn't say filler, but I think I guess filler would be yeah. like a one like a one shot, and then yeah. lead into a new arc. I always loved that because then it was just like, all right, we get a breath of fresh air, mm-hmm. and then we start the new one. But it was weird because a lot of those one shot issues I fucking love. Like yeah. there was the one with a. Uh, it was in Superman with uh, Patrick Gleason. After they finished the first arc, they had a one-shot issue where they just went to a carnival. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. Seeing Superman being a great dad, see Lois Lane, yeah. see John Kent. It was amazing. It was just like issue six. Yeah, I love. The- I'm more of a. Um, I'm more of a mini series person, anyways. Oh. Like, uh, like Dark Knights of Steel, I think is twelve Ooh. issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just love, I'm more of a limited series person mm-hmm. anyways. I don't really like long, like, runs. Like, I'll just get, like, the trades or something of that um, and read them eventually. But I love the miniseries. I love, like, the little Elseworlds stories that they tell. <sighs> yeah. Um, it's just easier for me personally to read that. And yep. it's less time-consuming, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially, you know, it, it sounds like, 
you have a big problem with how X Men stories are because like those X Men events are like twenty. Oh, dude, X Men. I I love the X Men movies. Like I like we were talking about earlier. I love the X Men movies. I have, and I love and I appreciate the artwork of all the X Men comics. But I just can't get into it. The continuity many, is fucking too insane. Many, it's too much insane. time travel. Too many time travel. Oh. Might be going down in history as like the the goat, but you know it's a lot. The charts and the diagrams. You know, I'll just find it online somewhere. I'll find a synopsis and I'll be fine. You oh, know? Yeah. Someone's like, gonna I read, do the hard work for us. Have you read that? Yeah, I I read Trial of Magneto and I had no idea what the fuck was going on, yeah. but it was still cool. It was still cool. Okay. Okay. Um Wait, but I had no idea what was going on. Oh my god. Oh wow, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I picked oh. it up because I love Scarlet Witch and I love Magneto. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this looks cool. And the first uh the first issue had art germs art on it. And I was like, oh yeah, I gotta get this. Uh, so I have a question. Uh it's on the it's on the topic that you just said Scarlet Witch. I don't know if you talked about this, but out of the Marvel TV shows, which one do you enjoy the most? The TV series. Um, of the Disney Plus ones? Yeah. Um, probably Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I really I love and you know, I did not expect to like it at all. Like I I watched the first two episodes and I was like, okay, I don't I'm not really about this. Um and then like I let it sit for a while until like the series like I caught up all the way until it was like the week of the final episode because I wanted to watch the final episode live. Mm-hmm. So I watched it was like the last two uh last two or three episodes and i was like yo this is fucking amazing i (laughs) love this show um i just loved seeing um sam in his captain america suit and that montage in the second to last episode of him training with the shield Mm -hmm. on his uh on his i think it was his sister's house uh yo that that is I love it. And, you know, I wasn't, I'm not really a big fan of Captain America, but I think seeing like what they're doing with him now is just so incredible. Um, but yeah, and that, I mean, I love the Winter Soldier. So, like, those two together, I loved their uh, chemistry. I thought it was great throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was going to say WandaVision. Like, if, if Falcon and the Winter Soldier hadn't come out, okay. um, I would probably say, like, WandaVision solely on, like, the aesthetic of the show. I love, mm-hmm. like, the traveling through the different eras of sitcoms. Yeah. I, the story was, eh. I didn't like mm-hmm. the Ralph Boner thing. Oh, I, that shit made me so I, angry. The only thing that bothered me about the thing. and I, didn't, I Dude, no. that made me so mad. <laughs> because I love that Quicksilver. Like, when he showed up, I was I like yo, I like jumped off the couch. I was like, yeah. no way! Yeah, I thought they were gonna do it. I thought they were gonna do it. I was like, I was oh, like, God. let's go multiverse. I, I, like, let's do it. I hope we do it in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, please. Oh, dude, there's yes. so much. There's so much stuff going on with that. Even that poster right now. I'm like, oh yeah. my god. But I was like, Ugh. but yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I would say like one division. I out of uh. Out of all of them, has the roughest intro. It takes at least three episodes to really get in because yeah. I know the beginning is it's rough for a lot of viewers, but it's definitely worth it. I I personally did like Winter Soldier, Captain America, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. but or Falcon, Winter Soldier. But my problem was not that I love absolutely love the chemistry, and this is like a really nitpicky thing of me. I I'm a big uh, it's my biggest problem with uh, 
Hawkeye is the the CGI. It's just oh, some, yeah. some of the time it was just kind of way too rough and way too bad. And I don't know if it was just because it was during COVID season and there were certain mm-hmm. things that they just couldn't film on on set. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I don't. Know. It, it was it was good. I just wish there was more certain things. Yeah, I definitely the Disney shows need to get rid of that six episode. Yeah, whatever the six episodes suck. Like it needs more. Like at least eight. Like at least eight. And I know because they have movie budget, so maybe that's why. But I'm like, maybe. But you got the money. Everyone like Loki. Loki should have been way longer. Like only six episodes. Come on. I love that. Was my favorite. That was yeah. Loki is really good. I. But again, I didn't like it until like three episodes in, and then it's like, okay, now the show's almost over. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. season finale, I mean, mid, mid finale. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So they need to. I don't know. Did they say how many episodes Moon Knight's gonna be? It's like six, right? Oh Jesus! Uh, six? Of course. How do you explain that character? You know what? It's uh, uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> it is <laughs> fine. Six episodes for Moonlight? I can't. Yeah, yeah, I just checked. Yeah, six episodes. Oh, Jesus. How? That's going to be so confusing because yeah, but... literally his whole thing is confusing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know a lot about him yet, but I can tell that it's it's not going to bode well for like, like a general audience. Batman. They're going to hit him with just Batman. They're going to be like, oh, they're going to hit him with the Batman. Oh. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, Moon uh, uh, should be interesting. Oh, it comes out! Oh, it comes out next month! Oh wow! Dude, yeah. I have it comes the out the same week crush. as the Batman. I have the biggest man crush on Oscar Isaac. That's why I'm watching it. Oh, okay. Love yeah, him so I love much, that man. Guy. I like. Werewolf. But you know what? I'm a little mad he doesn't have a beard because he that beard he had in Dune, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's that's, great. That's a weird, <laughs> weird thing of mine. Sorry. <laughs> oh, he's awesome. But uh, but uh, oh, okay, you can go. No, 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 no. Go ahead, buddy. And- Oh, I'm gonna go. It's my turn. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you watch any of the CW shows? No. Uh, no. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Good, good, good for you. All right. Good for you. Good, good for you. All right. I tried watching Supergirl. Uh, the first season. The first season of Supergirl is great yeah, okay. because I think it was. It wasn't done by the CW. It was done okay. by. Uh, was it Paramount or something? I think it was yeah. It was like a CBS, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, CBS. So I I liked the first season, but then uh, yeah, I oh, I can't. Yeah. I, I, I tried problem... watching the first episode of Batwoman, and I couldn't get into that at all. No, but you heard all that toxic shit that happened on set. Right? Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Terrible. Oh my god, yeah. I couldn't believe that. Well, I love Ruby Rose, so like uh, that's why. I, you know, and I love the character of Batwoman. And like when she was cast, I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm yeah, gonna watch this cast. because I love her. I love Batwoman. Uh, and then the show came out, and I was like, okay, let me like check this out. And like they just kind of changed a lot about the character. So I was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not into this. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what everybody said. Usually, I watched the first season. Then, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was like. I love the Flash, and I was like, mm. the first three seasons of Flash was really good, and then it just got. And I started reading the comments. I was like, yeah, what are we doing here? They already caught. Up. <laughs> they already caught up. It's crazy. I, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do next. I don't know. I, don't know. I think watch- for like, I think for shows like that, like, I don't know why you would use like basic cable like budget. Like, I feel like even with the Flash, you need some type of good budget because mm-hmm. like the CGI is you need oh, it. Superman Lost is yeah. fire. Superman Lost is fire. 
I'm See, like, at least with Superman, like, I'm surprised. you don't really need that much CGI. Like, you just need him flying, punching. But that's mm-hmm. really it. I don't know. I'm gonna lie. Weird. I'm mad because I want Henry Cavill as Superman. I'm a little jealous. Oh, yeah. oh 100%. <laughs> Henry, Mav- Henry like, Cavill is go, the sexiest I'm, I'm, man in the world. I'm not lying. Like, I kind of, like, I want Man of Steel too. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what we got to do out here. I don't know who we got to, like, I, like, bro, I got a tattoo. Like, what we doing? I, what we doing? <laughs> like, I, like, Henry Cavill needs to play Superman again. Just I, just one mm-hmm. good time. I don't I mean, it's, it could be like a miniseries. I'll, I'll pay for a streaming service. It's just that one show, the streaming service, I'll pay for it. But still, yeah. like, it's just so weird. Like, I kind of wish Henry had these moments that the other guys have. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> this man got a whole show out here. I, I can't hate it. I like it. It's good. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> because everyone always says the same thing about Superman. He's boring. He's not yeah. interesting. It's just like, that is the most ludicrous bullshit thing I've ever seen. Like, you tell me that if you watch, like, the original, like, uh, Christopher Reeve Superman, that's boring. The no. dude is a fucking charm. Yeah. Like, his character is so complex and so weird in such a good way. And I feel like yeah. the Henry Cavill was like, yeah, okay, the first movie, I was a little upset he didn't get enough, like, screen time to talk. But I felt like all oh, the potential is there. And then Batman v Superman, which I loved, did not like the theatrical version. I don't know why they cut mm-hmm. all that stuff out. Dude, I felt like, oh, damn, he's, he's, <laughs> you seen him as a journalist. I was like, oh, cool. He, that's awesome as hell. Mm-hmm. And then Justice League happened, and oof, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, they should ban that movie from every platform and just Yo. keep the Zack Snyder. <laughs> Yo, listen, yeah. listen, the movie ended. Everybody was clapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, the original I one. Like, I, I looked around. I said, <laughs> "What timeline am I in?" Did we watch the same movie? I, or? I don't know. It was like first. Our right, first, they started clapping at the end, and then the that's credits, and I was like, "They're clapping again." And I was like, "I got out the theater and saw Twitter." I was like. Okay, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I don't. I was like, you know, it is what it is. People like what they like, man. But it was a standing ovation, standing ovation for Josh. Well, I mean, like, yeah. I remember at the end of the day, like, movies are made for the masses, not made for the niche. So they yeah. always got to appeal for the mass. That's why Josh Whedon did those corny, stupid, like childish antics and all his like this poor thing that he did in that movie. Just to make people laugh, like, mm-hmm. and it was such a disgrace to Snyder's vision, honestly. And I think the biggest thing I hated, and I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with this, Megan, was the uh, when Wonder Woman fell and Flash was oh, on yeah. top of her. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Or when he calls uh, Lois Lane the thirstiest woman. Yeah. Oh, that was cringe. The, disres- the disrespect so cringe. to a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Oh. Call her thirsty. Mm-mm. Man, this man's a menace. I said, oh, yeah. He needs so, to be stopped. So cringe. Well, I think he is. I think he is. That, that yeah. article, that article where he just bashes Ray Fisher was not the best thing to do. Yeah, dude, like practically told on himself. It was like, dude, what? <laughs> I, who who told you this was a good idea? The <laughs> publicist needs to be fired. Where are you? Yeah. He's like, nah, I got it. I'll tell them the truth. It's like, no, what truth? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna tell them all. It's like, uh, all right, my heart, man. <laughs> Good I'll, luck. I'm, I quit. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Have your shirt. We should make more in colors, please. I, I don't ask for much. I really don't. <laughs> really don't, please, please. That's all I want. Now, I have a question for you, Megan. So, with the state of comic books right now, it's you know we're we're always in a weird flux of turmoil. Where the comic book industry is good, it's bad, it's terrible, it's going to crash. Now, what do you think will really help comic book 
the industry right now where we can appease the local stores, but also people that really just can't go to stores. Like people that are in middle of America that don't have a comic mm-hmm. book store that have to order their stuff. Because I know there's a uh, a scare where like, uh, like an Amazon company is just going to start distributing camel books, comic books way more easily and affordable. So what do you think, what's a good middle ground that they can do to help? Uh, personally, when I was growing up, I, uh, I didn't have a comic book store. I didn't even know what comic books were, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I really only started getting into comic books like around rebirth time. Like I mm-hmm. would, I would go to like, like I guess my first, my first time ever having a comic book was I would go to like a secondhand store or like mm-hmm. a thrift store and there'd be people selling them and I would just grab whatever cover, you know, would be, uh, cool. Um, or like whatever character caught my eye. So like I got into comic books like in my twenties. So mm-hmm. I think, I think there needs to be some t- type of like, I don't know, to get younger kids into comic book stores because, you know, I work at one right now and like, yeah, like parents bring like their kids in, but like most of our customers are like my age or older. Yeah, so like, yeah. so like 20, late twenties and up. Um, I don't know. I just think that uh, there needs to be a lot of comic books right now, I think are for more mature readers. Like I don't really, I'm not really coming across a lot of like kid friendly or like 13 and under friendly stuff. Yeah. It's not the thirties. Yeah. So I think that like maybe bringing more of those back and I just feel like there needs to be more comic book stores like throughout like America and everywhere else. I don't know how it is like in the UK or like anywhere else like that, uh, how scarce they are. Um, you know, I have a friend, his name is Scott McClellan. I do a lot of collabs with him, mm-hmm. but he told me when he was growing up, cause he's like, uh, he's going to be turning 40 here soon. That like when he was growing up, there was comic book stores everywhere. Like yeah. you couldn't like throw a stone without hitting a comic book store. So I don't know. Like, that's a really good question. That's a good- um, uh because for me as a kid like i would have loved to have this stuff when i was a kid but i just didn't know about it i didn't know this stuff existed like i live in a super small town in the middle of michigan so <laughs> um i had no idea that these characters were even a thing really until like the movie started coming out yeah. uh so i just think more exposure and parents like telling their kids like a lot of kids learn how to read through comic books which i had no idea like that that was a thing that was me. That was me. yeah which i think is just so i just think that's really great um so i just think parents need to expose their kids to more of this stuff and more of these interests and you never know where it could take kids and for the for like shipping and stuff i because i know that like for me i started buying comic books from like midtown comics online mm-hmm. um and that's how I started, like, first collecting. So I think that stores, and as much as stores want to be brick-and-mortar stores, I feel like really to compete, you need to go online. Like, you need to at least offer some services online to where people are going to order from you and not Amazon, you know, with, like, especially, like, board games and stuff like that, because we sell a lot of board games at my job. Uh-huh. There's a lot of people that will come in and be like, yo, do you have this game? Because I don't want to buy it on Amazon. So people don't necessarily go to Amazon for like their first 
like their first time buying it you know yeah. they're going to want to buy it from a brick and mortar and support yeah. local yep so just i think stores just need to like bite the bullet and be like all right you know we're going to offer if you know obviously if your store has the manpower to do it uh to just start and see you know i started like a lot of my followers like have interests in these books but you know like our wall books i just sold like the dark knight uh one uh two three and four i think the dark knight returns uh oh, to the, one of my uh, friends frank miller the original yeah one? yeah the original we had him up on the wall and i sold nice. them he lives in uh i think he lives in california i'm not 100 percent sure but there's people want to buy this stuff and it's like you know they don't want to buy it from like some rando on amazon they want to buy it from like an actual established store so yeah i think in order to compete with amazon you just really gotta make it accessible to everyone but it's also like it's weird because we live in a very complacent society where people will just stick to what works with them yeah and that's the issue where like if someone's so used to buying everything on amazon they're not going to go to a brick and mortar store and i think there and and it, it it goes all the way back to schooling too where yeah. and I know I'm going to a weird deviation but probably <laughs> but like we've never really got taught economics as a kid like we yeah, were just thrown true. into the world as an adult and we don't know taxes we don't know <laughs> like anything about what whatever and we're like yeah like the heart and soul of America at you know at points were brick and mortar stores and the understanding mm-hmm. that like we need more of that because. We can't let corporate and and I know it's gonna be so hypocritical me talking off a of freaking MacBook Air, but <laughs> we can't let like these extreme corporations run our lives and mm-hmm. destroy like what's in a sense pure, like mm-hmm. because like you can't like I don't want to walk into a Walmart always just to buy a book or something. Yeah. I want to go to a bookstore, which I. I tend to always do. I go to a secondhand shop to always buy my books if mm-hmm. I can. But you know, if the option's there to buy it from there, then okay, yeah. But I don't know. Like, I think more people need to be well educated to understand that, like, we need to not feed the machine way too much because yeah. the machine will get extraordinarily greedy and try to run everything. Yeah. And, and the the worst thing that can happen, and you know, during COVID, I mean, a lot of it did happen. Was all the mom pop shop stores got shut down, and all the mm-hmm. bigger stores just got bigger. I mean, Amazon stock went from one thousand dollars to thirty five hundred in mm-hmm. the span of one month. And I mean, it makes sense because guess what? All the stores shut down. We only have you. Yeah. So like, I really feel like yeah, like. I know Tevin, every end of the episode always says the same thing. Support your local comic book shop. And yeah, it's true. It's yeah, true. it is. And it's cool that it's, it's still cool that, yes, you're working one in middle of America. Well, I w- would you consider Michigan middle of America? Mm. Mm, mm, north. Not, right, I mean, right? yeah. North, right? okay. <laughs> but still, like, you know, the fact that, they, yeah, there's there's only like, three or four comic book shop in the state of Delaware where me and Tev are. Wow. So like, you know, that's not that bad for like the size of the state, yep. but yeah. I couldn't imagine like a big state like Texas or California only having two. That would be yeah. terrible. But yeah, I really, I, I yeah, I, I, we need more. We need more, but yes. also like my shop, they had Magic the Gathering. So you need mm. something else to help balance out the the financial 
gains and losses just because, like, yeah, comic books, you just can't sell just comic books. Yeah. Because like, you, you say your story is also board games, right? Yeah, we so we sell uh, comics, uh, board games, and we sell, like, uh, D&D stuff, like minis and all that. So, oh. like, we sell everything. Okay. I know you're a statue, well, a figure person. Figure. Yeah. Go pop, all that stuff. What is, like, your dream, like, well, we'll go, what's your favorite figures and then your dream figure? I mean, the statue that you want to buy. Uh. So I basically, I basically bought the one I've always wanted. Uh, well, it's on pre-order. Um, <laughs> it's the Batman and Superman Nightmare from Hot Toys. Uh, oh. So I'm doing like the payment plan for it right now. <laughs> Dude, I bought that too. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so I think my second payment came out this month. Um, it's my first Hot Toys, so hey, that's probably like go. my dream one. Let's go. Be- yeah, because I, I love the nightmare world and all that. Um, my favorite one that I have, I don't really have that many statues. Um, I guess I, I collect more like figures and uh, Funko Pops right now. Um, my favorite McFarlane that I have right now is probably the Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey. Oh. Uh, she got the breakfast sandwich. I love that <laughs> one so much. My favorite Funko Pop that I have is probably, uh, well, it's not here yet, but I bought the uh, Superman and Lois from Superman the movie where they're flying. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that'll be here hopefully soon. Okay, sick, 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 sick. I just bought, because I bought the, uh, me and my boy bought the Nightmare Batman. Superman. He gets the Batman. Yeah. But, but yeah, I love statues. I have a lot. I have one lot of ones. Well, Hot Toys are like crazy. I bought Wanda was my first one. I bought, yeah, from Age of Ultron, and I love them. Yeah, they're amazing. I have, and Captain Marvel, I have too. But I want to buy the. Uh, I know they buy it's like I want to buy the uh, head from uh, Endgame and put it one from uh, her movie, her first movie. That's how. Oh I yeah. <laughs> but you, that's what I want to do. But yeah, I know like figures are like a lot. Have you bought like a Prime Studio one? Um, no, the only figures, I mean, the only statues that I have are probably, like, Diamond Select ones right now. Um, I have, uh, Orm and Aquaman from the Aquaman movie, and then I have a, I think it's Injustice, Hal Jordan, I'm not quite sure. Um, and then I have, like, a a Catwoman and, uh, a Batgirl. They were GameStop exclusives, um, and I got them really cheap. But other than that, that's not. I well, I have a Batman the Animated Series um, Diamond Select statue too. Oh, dope! That's like all oh, got some nice ones. They all look so. This is so nice. I was like, ooh. Yeah, they're they're pretty good too, because they're only like fifty bucks. So it's like I was like, it's not that bad. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm with, I'm with all that. I'm with all that. I think I want to get Punchline. So the has uh, a Punchline. Oh yeah, I want. Something. I have the Punchline Funko Pop. She's I, really cute. I finally got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah, she's cute. But it's like fifteen hundred. Oh. How do I explain that? Like oh, I bought this. Just uh, <laughs> how do I explain this? I'm like oh, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, so all right, this is all right. All right. So all right, is there a com- a comic book character that you hated at first and that you liked? Mm-hmm. The more you grew up or like got involved into the um i would probably say captain marvel actually Oof. i oh 
Let's go. I I didn't like the first Captain Marvel movie like at all. Like I cannot stand that movie. <laughs> wow. But I love I love Brie Larson. Okay. Um. So it was it kind of sucked. Uh. But I started reading more about Captain Marvel, and I saw her in uh, you know, in the next movie she was in, and I loved her attitude in Endgame. I that's I'm like yo, that is how I want Captain Marvel to be like all the time, just like super badass and cocky and just powerful, you know. Um. So yeah, I would say Captain Marvel. Ooh. That's good stuff. Captain Marvel's my favorite. <laughs> my favorite. Really? <laughs> that, that's, I'm a Carol stand. I know she did. Look, Civil War Two happened. Okay, it happened, but <laughs> not. You know, it's weird. We we forget about Civil War Two, but you know, things happen. She's really cool. Yeah, like Carol. Right, I'm unfortunately, you guys. I have to leave. My mom's outside waiting to pick me up. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, nah, you're good. You're and good. She's been texting Bye. me like, "Yo, where are you at?" <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for stopping by. Was- yes, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. I'd love to yeah. do this again. Oh, yeah, of course. We'll have any time you want to talk. Batman. And I'm sorry that I came in late. My bad. Oh, That's okay. Thanks. It happens, man. Okay, tell us where they can find you. Um, You can find me basically anywhere except for Facebook. I don't have a Facebook account. Um, It's just Wonder Meg. So YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Vero, all that fun stuff. Uh, and TikTok uh, is Wonder Meg. Hey, all right, do it. Please support her. Everybody love her. Give her love. Okay. Thank you for having us. On. Well, thank you for coming on the show. This is yeah, of course. I guess this is Benny. Well, Benny, what's your name, Benny? Benny J Blanco. You can find me on Instagram at Benny J Blanco and Twitter at the Benny J Blanco. Uh, you can find me at Sailor Games eighteen everywhere. Don't forget to drink your water. Enjoy your day. And oh, support. We have a uh a Twitter, the POF Pod, all that stuff. Please follow us. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Love everybody. Love you, Meg. Have a good day. <laughs> Thank Bye. you guys for having me. Bye. 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 <laughs>